One big media company, uh, shares of Viacom, sinking the most in 18 months. In fact, the stock down about 10.5%, 3690 at the close, following its latest quarterly earnings release. Subscribers continuing to bail on the media company. Let's talk a little bit more about Viacom with Paul Sweeney. He's director of North American Research at Bloomberg Intelligence, uh, senior media analyst. And he joins us uh, from our bureau and offices in Princeton, New Jersey. Hey, Paul, I feel like the Viacom story, it's been out there for a while, but uh, this quarterly earnings release a reminder of some of the troubles at Viacom. Yeah, it really is, and, and it's been a tough quarter for the media companies uh, this quarter. The uh, you know the the number one concern for the media sector is cord cutting and uh, the fact that people aren't paying as much for uh, content, uh, TV content as as they used to, and and that affects all the cable networks. But uh, Viacom has been you know among the weakest of the big media companies over the last several years in terms of ratings at their cable networks, and in terms of the performance of their film studio Paramount, and kind of all that kind of came home the roost here uh, this quarter. They, uh, the company did slightly beat on revenue and EPS, but they pointed out to a kind of a very weak environment in terms of uh, subscribers at their cable networks that uh, it's still very weak and they don't expect improvement in the near term. So what do they do? I mean, in going through uh, some of their earnings, they talked about domestic advertising revenue dropping as it did last quarter because the company is reducing the airtime devoted to commercials to keep viewers from changing the channel. I get it. They don't want people changing the channel, but that's how they make money. Yeah, you know, you kind of try to make up for it on pricing, what you lose in volume. And, and you know, there's some other cable network companies, uh, Scripps Networks and Discovery, are doing similar type type things as they, again, try to be more competitive to some of the more uh, commercial-free alternatives like Netflix. Um, so over time, you know, it, 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 it may work if uh, your audience goes up and your ratings go up. You can, you can make it uh, up on price. But, you know, it, I think when people look at Viacom and they look at their networks, whether it's MTV or Nickelodeon, uh, they tend to skew much younger mm-hmm. kids teens and just the demos that are probably that are most at risk from uh, cord cutting and cord shaving you know the kids are spending all their times on their on their phone they're not sitting in front of the TV as much so it tends those those trends in terms of audience uh, fragmentation tend to impact Viacom um, you know a little bit more than their peer companies you mentioned scripts and discovery doing a deal this week does Viacom have to do a deal you know, it's um, they. You know, it was rumored that they were looking very seriously at scripts, and they bailed out at the last moment because of price. So uh, that kind of suggests that they are, in fact, looking to do a deal and maybe looking to get bigger, and that may rekindle some discussion that they would rejoin their sister company, CBS. Both companies are owned by the Sumner Redstone uh, and and his mm-hmm. company. So uh, that may rekindle some of those discussions at some point down the road. But uh, the management team got on the call and they said, "Listen, we, we we're going to start." Uh, you know, we already have started reinvesting a lot in our brands, whether it's MTV or Nickelodeon or uh, BET, and we're going to build back up the ratings and, um, and we're going to compete head on. Um, and we're going to, you know, put a lot more money into our film studio, Paramount, and try to make that uh, a top studio like it uh, historically had been. So all of these things, I think investors heard a couple commonalities. Number one, investment spending is going to remain high across their businesses. And number two, if there is a turnaround, it it's probably going to be more longer term than shorter term. All right, so have some patience. What about the overseas market as a possibility? Right now, the bulk of their revenue is still in the United States, but they did cite, I think, uh, some of what they're seeing in overseas audiences, particularly, I think, in China and also in Argentina. They did acquire uh, a network in Argentina or the Argentine television network. Does that provide some hope for investors in terms of growth going forward? 
Uh, I think it does. Um, the, the recently appointed CEO, Bob Backish, um, ran Viacom's international operations for the past 10 or 15 years and, in fact, was quite successful there. So he has a natural uh, bent to uh, grow the company in the international markets. He feels very comfortable there. Um, so we expect Viacom uh, to look to grow uh, with some international uh, assets, uh, whether it's in Europe or Latin America. Uh, we'll have to see, maybe even Asia. Uh, but, you know, this is a company that who doesn't have a lot of firepower to go out and make big acquisitions. Their balance sheet uh, is probably a little bit more levered than some of the peer companies. Um, so, his, you know, I think a lot of their creditors, their bond investors, would rather them pay down debt before they start going uh, uh, on an acquisition spree. It's just got to be wild. You know, Paul, I think about for you, for someone who's followed the media sector for, you know, a long time, seeing kind of the ebbs and flows, if you will. But we really are going through a dramatic shift. Yeah, it, it really is. And, um, you know, we've been talking about the convergence of technology, telecommunications and media for, you know, 10 or 15 years, but we're obviously really seeing it now. And the greatest example uh, in terms of disruption would be Netflix and how that's changed, how people consume media, how they watch TV, they, you know, introduce this whole uh, concept of binge viewing. And so that's upended what was the traditional media ecosystem where, you know, you you know, a cable company like Comcast would have 200 cable networks, and everybody who supplied programming was happy, the Viacoms of the world, the Foxes of the world, because that's where people showed up to watch, and they were willing to pay for it. Now we've got other places to get our content. We've got the Internet broadly defined, and, and some of these Internet-enabled um, you know, brands like Netflix, like Hulu, like Amazon, and it's really upended the uh, ecosystem. And some of the traditional media companies are really trying to figure out where they fit uh, in this new world. The new CEO at Viacom, I don't know, is the clock ticking or, you know? Yeah, I think it is. I, you know, he generally gets very high, uh, high marks uh, from investors. And, mm. you know, he had, a, he had a very easy act to follow uh, where the prior CEO did not do well and, and was not well received by investors. But this CEO seems to be, he got a little bit of a, a room here uh, from investors, uh, but this quarter did not help. Um, so, again, I think the clock is definitely ticking here. Uh, the stock was down really big today and it yeah. really on some heavy volume. And I think you saw a lot of investors really throwing in the towel here. Um, and it's, it's been tough for the group in general, but Viacom has by far been uh, the weakest player. Paul Sweeney, great to get your insight. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Paul Sweeney, Director of North American Research, Senior Media Analyst with Bloomberg Intelligence. That's our in-house group of analysts joining us from our offices in Princeton, New Jersey. Paul did mention uh, Viacom shares taking a bit of a hit today, and they did, in fact, down 10.4%, closing at 36.90 a share. That's a loss of $4.30 uh, a share. And uh, the stock is down about 4% so far this year. You are listening to Bloomberg Radio.